You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Janovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Today, I'm going to talk about being authentic. What is authenticity? Yes, I know I just did an episode, a two-part episode, just before this, on being authentic, a deep dive into boundaries. But In reflection, I think I rather danced around defining authenticity. So I thought I would use this 5-Minute Friday to do that. And so first and foremost, in being authentic, I'm not recording this on Friday. It's actually Sunday, but I'm releasing it as a 5-Minute Friday. And if you listen to this in real time as they're released, then you'll know that this did not come out on Friday. But if you're catching up down the road, you won't know the difference because it will fall in line with the other episodes. The reason it's late or later than I anticipated originally, or as I'm saying, you know, I'm saying this is released on Friday, but as I'm actually doing this, recording it and releasing it on Sunday, the Sunday after Friday, I mean, does it really make any difference? Well, it does and it doesn't. The reason why is because I've actually bitten off more than I can chew. I have a lot on my plate, and I just couldn't fit it in. But I wanted things to be kind of consecutive, so I'm releasing it as a five-minute Friday. And I thought, how perfect, you know, to be authentic when I'm talking about authenticity. Now, for me, being authentic means showing up without apology. And I say that with a, a caveat. Sometimes there may be an authentic apology. It's not covering up. Not It's not presenting yourself with no apologies ever. It's actually showing up truthfully as loud as you are, as authentically as you are, with no intention to apologize for being yourself. Now, if you do something to tra- transgress somebody else's boundaries or break an agreement, then yes, that needs an apology. But don't apologize for yourself. Don't apologize for being yourself or being a true expression Don't hide anything about you in order to be palatable or digestible to somebody else. If you have a big personality, if you like to live big, think big, show up big, have a big vibe, then show up that way. It's up to other people to adapt. Do not lower your standards. Do not lower your energy in order to fit into somebody else's small world. So again, it's showing up without apology and it's showing up without inhibitions. We're inhibited because we're afraid of looking like a fool. We're afraid of how it will be received. And we're all inhibited to some degree. I am. I'm raising my hand. I have been from time to time. It's part of my personal path, part of my personal journey to go forth feeling or being uninhibited of being 100% myself authentically without a mask, without any illusion. This is what you got. This is who I am. And if I was a woman, I'd probably show up without makeup or I would, you know, I'd show up either way where it wouldn't matter. One day I'm wearing makeup another day and I'm not, I don't care. I don't care if I don't have makeup on today, but 
you know, I wonder sometimes if it's authentic when someone shows up online and they have to point out, I'm not wearing any makeup. I wanted to present an authentic image to you. Is that true? I mean, is that the real reason you're not wearing makeup? Maybe you just didn't feel like putting it on. Why do you have to explain it? You see, to me, that actually speaks to being inauthentic. If you explain or have to give a rationale why you're not wearing makeup, that's not authentic. That shows that there's some ulterior motive to not wearing makeup. You know, who cares? You're not wearing makeup. Why do you have to explain why you're showing up the way you're showing up? Why are you apologizing for showing up without makeup? Because that's what you're really doing. And I'm speaking of women. I've seen numerous women do this because it's fashionable. It's fashionable to show up and being authentic. What authenticity is also not is not necessarily wearing your heart on your sleeve. Like if you're having a bad day, I don't necessarily want to see you cry on social media. I'm suspect when, you know, someone's life is falling apart and they're parading it out on social media looking for sympathy. I also, and I don't know if this is directly related, but it just popped in my head, these people that make a post that say, pray for me, or I'm at the end of my rope, or things couldn't get any worse. And that's all they say. No explanation. Because they're, they're, they want to steal people's energy. They want someone to respond. What's wrong? What's going on? You know, are you okay? And they, they start actually taking and stealing people's energies in order to fulfill or trying to answer this, this cryptic statement. I'm at the end of my rope. Why? What's going on? What's authentic is five days later saying, last Tuesday I was at the end of my rope and damn it, I thought I was going to let go, but I tied a knot and I hung on. That's authentic. That's showing that you are actually human. You have emotions, but you're not necessarily displaying your emotion to elicit sympathy. Now, back in the day, and I don't know if this is true, but back in Greece, in ancient Greece, it was fashionable to have statuary, marble statuary, in your abode, in your house. And there was a lot of sculptors. And as it would happen, you know, people are taking a chisel and hammer to marble, to rock, and every now and then, there's a mistake. And there's a bigger piece of marble that comes off than you anticipated. Well, as a way to remedy this, a lot of sculptors would use wax to fill in the defects. And they got so good at covering up the defects that it was hard for a lot of people to see the difference. And so they actually labeled the different statuary, the ones without flaws, without any defects, that was labeled Cenocera, meaning without wax. The ones that had wax were labeled Incenocera, which meant with wax. And so people could tell the difference. Now, both those words, evidently, or what I've heard, sincere and insincere. Sincere means without wags. Insincere means covering up the defects, making the appearances as if everything's okay. Now, another example of emotions and whether or not it's authentic or not, and whether it's appropriate to talk about your emotions I love Seth Godin's description of talking to a surgeon. The surgeon is about to operate on, say, your significant other. You don't want them to say, you know, I've had a hard day. I drank a lot last night and I'm a little hungover. I'm not quite feeling it. So today you're probably going to get about 30% of my ability. 
I don't want to hear that. I don't, that's potentially authentic, but is that really what you want in a surgeon? Or do you want them to buck it up and do whatever it takes to show up in the right state in order to perform the surgery? Or they could say, you know, I'm not up to the task. I'm bringing in another associate to perform the surgery. So authenticity has a lot to do with intention. Although in saying that, I'm also remembering the proverb that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Because good intentions isn't always enough. Sometimes you really need to address what is the ulterior motive? What's the consequence of the consequence? What's the long-term impact? And be responsible for that. And so, yes, in being authentic, it has a lot to do with your intention. Like I said, you know, what is the result you're trying to elicit? Is it, you know, are you trying to elicit sympathy or are you just stating the facts? Is there an ulterior motive? It's also presenting yourself as honest as possible. Because truth is one of those things that's relative depending on the context that you're, you're framing it in or looking at it from. So you want to be as honest as possible, but it's not necessarily valuable to be completely honest. But if you're in a relationship and you really don't want to be in the relationship, I think it's, I think it's authentic to say, you know, this isn't really working for me as soon as you know. Or if you're in the questioning, you can say, you know, I'm really questioning our commitment here. I'm questioning my commitment to you or my commitment to the relationship because there's some things that aren't just sitting well with me. And so that's an authentic conversation. But a lot of people don't have that conversation because they don't want to cause a rift. They don't want to rock the boat. They want to still appear as if they're a good person, good woman, good man, good boy, good girl. They're putting up a mask. They're masking their true feelings. And so there's authentic to actually say what's going on. And you're not pointing blame. You're just saying there's something going on here and I'm not sure if I'm right into it. I'm open to working it out. Or you could say... I'm done. I don't think I have any more. I don't think I can do this anymore. That's an authentic conversation. About two years ago, I was driving and I happened to have the radio on, which I don't typically listen to the radio, but it was on and there was some, someone was calling in. They were saying something about the, the truth or women wearing makeup. or I can't even remember what the context was, but I do remember this one woman that said she's been with her husband for five years and to date... He had not ever seen her without her makeup on. And the DJ was like, how does that work? And she would get up two to three hours before he did every day in order to put on her makeup. She wore her makeup to the gym. She would redo her makeup at the gym. She never came home without her makeup. To me, that's not authentic because that's not sustainable. There's going to be some point in time where you're going to have to show up without your makeup. It, you know, who knows when? And then suddenly after 20 years, it's like, this is what you really look like. But don't get me wrong. It, it, it's not the fact that you wear makeup if you're a woman. It's the fact, are you ashamed or embarrassed to be seen without makeup? You know, it, it's still a false front. It's a presentation. And no one's opposed to that. No one's opposed to that. But if you're unwilling to be seen, if you're, if there's something wrong with you, if you can't show up somewhere without makeup, then that needs to be a reconsideration. You're not being authentic. It's not an authentic expression of you. And ultimately, who cares what other people think? Ultimately, 
they are not paying your bills. They're not picking up after you. They're not, their judgment really doesn't impact you. And if they, they can't accept you because you're not wearing makeup, then they're not your people. They don't deserve you. Now, you might guess that there are days when my wife doesn't wear makeup. And there are other days when she does wear makeup. See, it doesn't make a difference to me. She's beautiful. Either way, she feels better about herself when she can put on some makeup to go out. But if it's just her and me, typically, which is the majority of the time, she doesn't wear makeup. It's not a requirement of mine. She's still attractive to me. In uh, doing this podcast, it's been interesting because in the reflection over my past, I've actually drug out some of my skeletons, some of the mistakes I've made along the way. And I talk about them in an effort to be authentic in order to, to not hide the fact that I've made mistakes. I've made just about every mistake you can make as a human being, I think. Or I've come close. Or I've observed other people making mistakes and I've learned from it. So I think it's important as a coach that you see both sides of it because it's all too easy because a lot of that stuff I've already dealt with, I've healed. It's, it's in my past. It's way in my past. And in a lot of ways, it doesn't make any sense. It's not necessarily productive for me to replay stuff that happened 20, 30 years ago. But for the sake of conversation, for the sake of continuity, it, it, it's a good teaching point where I can talk about this is where I was, this is how I dealt with it, and this is where I am today. It would be very easy to talk about it from my position or my point of view today, but it wouldn't necessarily be a completely accurate depiction without presenting those flaws or those awkward moments. Even though I'm telling them to you, I'm presenting them in the story form in order to exact an effect. And in that regard, it would be inauthentic for me to present myself as if I have it all figured out, like I've never made a mistake. So as you can see, you know, the distinction is somewhat subtle at times, whether or not it's inauthentic or authentic. And it really comes down to, are you feeling authentic? Does it feel like an authentic expression to you? Does it feel as if you're hiding anything? Are you afraid of anyone finding something out? Are you lying? Are you being dishonest? Are you omitting information in order to make somebody else feel good? Meaning that are you mind reading what their response is going to be? So you're tempering your approach. You're leaving information out in order to not necessarily upset the apple cart. Because you see, if the information is relevant to the other person or could be relevant to the other person, the other person making a decision based on the information you're telling them, then it is incumbent upon you to provide them with as much information as possible. This is why boundaries are so important. Without boundaries, you're not taking a stand about who you choose to be. You're essentially a chameleon going along with the program, going along with other people's wants and wishes, never setting down the boundary saying, this is where I stop. This is enough for me. And so boundaries are essential. To being authentic. And so to wrap this up, authenticity is living your life as the story of your self-expression, to be 100% unapologetic for how you express yourself, meaning that you're not, you don't shrink 
to fit into somebody else's small idea of who you think they think you are. Like, live out loud. Be the you, be the expression that you are here meant to be. Don't hold back because you might not be received well. Show up 100%. And some people will like you and some people won't. You cannot please all the people all the time. Release your inhibitions. Be as truthful as possible, as honest as possible as you can be. And that will vary from time to time based on the frame, based on the context, because truth is essentially relative. What is false for me today was my truth 20 years ago. And this is very similar to something Gandhi said. He said, I operate from my current truth, but I reserve the right to update my behavior when I encounter a new truth or a new realization. And so with that said, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. <laughs>